Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast, The Pleasure Path, all about love, dating, relationships, and femininity. I help successful, spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. Do this to get to I do. How to get to commitment in modern dating. Join me for a special episode on what inspires and creates commitment. Hey, what's up? It's Violet, and I'm really excited to talk today about getting to a deeper level of commitment. So if you're dating someone, but it's kind of casual, you're not sure if you're boyfriend, girlfriend, or if you're dating someone and it's a little more serious, but you're not sure if he sees you as marriage potential, or let's say you're not even in a relationship, but you want to make sure that the next time you get into one, you want to do it right so you can have a deeper level of commitment, then this is for you. I want to talk with you today about what to do to get to I do. Now, let me just say, not everyone wants to get married, and that's totally fine. I am not here to tell you what your vision of love should be. I think there's many ways to have an incredible, beautiful, fulfilling partnership. So this is really about a deeper level of commitment as as far as you want to take it. Life partner, moving in, you know, getting married, whatever that looks like for you. Um, But I want to read a a quote from a woman who worked with me and who, let's see, she started with me, I think about a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit more. Um, And she got married in April. And I want to just read what she had, had shared with me. So she said, thank you, Violet, for your course and support in finding love. As you can see, I just got married in Hawaii this past weekend. I've learned so many things on my journey to find lasting love. One of the biggest is how hard it is to break old patterns. Old patterns feel right, but often are not the best thing for us. My husband knew way before me that he wanted to marry me. Listen to that. My husband knew before me that he wanted to marry me and have a family with me. He treated me so well and continues to do so every day that it was somewhat off-putting when we started dating. How many of you have started dating someone and felt like, ugh, like, why does he like me so much? Or, ugh. Like we're, we're kind of attracted sometimes to the bad boys or to the aloof people, you know? She says, logically, I knew I wanted a man that put me first, that told and showed me every day he loved me, but for a while I couldn't return those feelings and even told him I couldn't talk to him anymore at one point. Thankfully, I had learned through you to say my truth, express myself and my feelings, which I did just that. My husband was able to handle my truth. This is really important. We sometimes will sugarcoat or we'll walk on eggshells because we think our potential partner or the person we're dating can't handle our truth. If they can't handle your truth, they're not your partner. And if they can handle your truth, they're going to be so grateful that they can trust you and respect you for not withholding. You know, they'll, they'll feel safe because they'll know that when you're with them, what you see is what you get versus sometimes when we get into that pattern of like, oh, it's fine, but we know it's not fine, right? <laughs> like, it's nice for, for someone we're dating to be able to trust that we're going to be authentic and transparent. So let me keep going. There's just a little bit more. My husband was able to handle my truth. We always kept an open communication, which allowed for growth and the emotional intimacy flourished. Mm. (laughs) I could not have imagined finding a better and more complimentary partner in life. We are on the same team. We support and love with all our hearts. We have a respect and a friendship I've never had with another man before. We feel so grateful and lucky every day. Thank you for your program. 
So the reason I'm sharing that is because I want you to know it is possible. Sometimes we start to lose hope. We think, oh my God, when am I going to find my person? And you will find your person when you do your work and when you follow these three things that I want to share with you today for getting to I do. And the first one, it sounds cheesy, but you've got to say I do to yourself. And what that means is say I do to the things that are calling your heart. If there are projects, if there are dreams that you have, if there are places you want to travel. I'm not saying you need to become misindependent and not be open to having a partner. We don't want the pendulum to swing too far. But I want you to be so committed to yourself. And that means your projects and your passions, but also to speaking your truth. That means committed to feeling good in the moment more than making the other person feel good. How many of us put our partner or potential partner on a pedestal and then we think, oh, he's so amazing and I'm not that amazing. I have to please him or I have to make him happy and we lose ourselves. So the the key to getting to commitment is to to keep that sense of commitment to ourselves moment by moment and of course in the long run. And this also means doing our work. Like I said, I mean, I know a lot of people don't want to do their work, right? They're like, oh, can't Prince Charming just get here already? <laughs> but he's going to come a lot faster and, and come at all if you have the, the skills and the tools that you need. Now, if we could learn how to be in a great relationship from a book, then everyone on the planet would be in a freaking amazing partnership, right? But it takes more than that. It takes more than just reading a book. It takes more than just kind of going on an app and swiping left or right. Like we have to actually get real and deep with our patterns. And that's what my client was saying. Um, I'm honoring her confidentiality. That's not why I'm sharing her name. She said in the beginning, you know, it's the biggest thing I learned is how hard it is to break old patterns, which feel right, but are often not the best thing for us. So the big reason why it's important to get a mentor or a coach or someone who can give you specific feedback and guide you is because we can't see our own blind spots. So even if we read a book, we're looking at it through the same lens that we've always seen ourselves from. And we're just getting re-entrenched in our old patterns. And even if we do learn something new, even if we do have an illumination about a blind spot from reading a book on our own, very oftentimes we have a hard time implementing it. How How many of us have read that book, you know, Why Men Marry Bitches? I know I did when I was on my journey and then I tried to implement those things and it totally backfired, like did not work at all. And it's because I didn't have anyone who was helping me like in a granular way, understand how to communicate that was authentic to me, but still really effective. So I'm kind of getting on a tangent, but the point is we have to really be committed to ourselves and being the best version of ourselves, which means getting help in this part of our life, just plain and simple, like we would in any part of our life if we wanted to lose weight, if we wanted to have better health, if we were struggling with fertility, if we wanted a new job, like, you know, we'd get support to make those changes in our life so that it happens so much faster and so that it's a lot more fun too. And, and we get the support and the, the love and the encouragement that we need to keep going when we start to lose hope. So the second thing to do to get to I do, and we just have three of these, but they're really important, is to be values-based when you're dating. Oh, values-based, not chemistry-based, although chemistry is important too. You know, so often we date with just a sense of chemistry, like this feels good or this feels bad. And that's what my client was saying in her her message to me is so often our, our patterns are based on what feels right. 
But what feels right is oftentimes a reenactment from the past, a bad behavior from the past that we might not even be aware of, or an abandonment wound or a rejection wound. And I had a, a significant amount of childhood trauma, and so I understand where that comes from. I've got tons of compassion for it, but you get to decide what you want to replicate in your life, and you get to decide what feels good for you moving forward that's not just based on a past reenactment. So the second thing that's really important in order to get to I do or a deeper level of commitment is to date based on your values. So dating based on your values means really understanding what's important to you in a partner. Yes, of course, how he looks and all of those things or how she looks, but what's really important is what are my values? And when I really got to the point where I understood that integrity was my number one value, I wasn't going to compromise. That was absolutely number one. Then I started dating much higher quality men versus before when my, my values were how much money he made or what he looked like or how much education he had or, you know, if we went on cool trips together or all those things. But those are all wonderful. But my complete dating experience changed when I started dating based on values and based on qualities that I was looking for in my partner. And this is something that I, I work with my clients on in chapter five of our program, which is all about really understanding your desires, your longings, what you find attractive, and blending those things instead of just dating on what you find attractive, which probably will not give you the long-term solution or the long-term partner that you're looking for. And then the third thing, you know what? Let me take a breath. I was going to get a drink of my water, but it's not actually there. I get really excited and then I get kind of amped up and, and talk really fast, but this is important and I want to slow down and savor it. So the third thing to get to I do is to really understand that people make commitments in different ways. You know, we have a certain way of making a commitment. And oftentimes if you have more of an anxious attachment style or if you tend to be more in your feminine energy, you might be more comfortable com going to commitment sooner. Uh, like a lot of times we as women will want commitment before a man will want commitment or before our partner will want commitment. But the big challenge with that is that we can get ahead of ourselves and misinterpret the masculine. You know, the masculine can sometimes say things about the future and they're not trying to be disingenuous, but you know, they're thinking far ahead, but their actions haven't lined up yet. And it's not because they're trying to be sneaky is because it takes them much longer to make commitments and they make micro commitments, you know, small little things, opening your door, planning a date, um, helping you with something that you ask for help with, uh, staying consistent. Like if you say, Hey, I really, you know, prefer if we, whatever, um, don't go drinking this weekend because I'm trying to take better care of my health. If, if they honor you in that way, um, it's all about the micro commitments, which lead to them feeling like you're such an important part of their life that adds so much value and sexiness and fun and all of those things that they can't help but want to spend more time with you. But sometimes we forget that. And we also sometimes have a hard time navigating the push and the pull that happens with the masculine and with anyone. Um, and so people have different attachment styles coming into relationship and different energies, masculine and feminine energy, which we all have within us. And then I mentioned the ancient, ancient, anxious attachment style and also the avoidant attachment style. And then there's a third one called secure. And so our attachment style and our energy definitely affects how we look at commitment and it definitely affects how our potential partner looks at commitment. And if we don't understand how to navigate these things, then it can be a real challenge. And again, in my program in chapter, well, pretty much throughout the whole course, we're talking about masculine and feminine energy, but especially in chapter seven, where we talk about archetypes and then we talk about commitment in chapter 
either chapter nine or chapter 10. And that's really juicy because we get to understand our attachment style and how people commit and how to talk about those things, which is really fun. So imagine what it would be like to have a partner who wanted more and more of you, you know, who never thought it was too much. A partner that you could really relax into their affection, a partner that you could really depend on. That doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time when we do these three things. When we say, I do to ourselves, when we date in a way that's values-based and integrated, head, heart, and body. And when we understand that different people make commitments in different ways based on their attachment style and based on their energy. So whether you want to get married or whether you just want to have a life partner or whether you just want to find someone that you really click with, I totally want women to feel empowered in their relationships because most women spend lots of years and lots of energy pining away over partners that, that did them wrong or crushing on people that aren't really available or just spending a lot of time and energy with people that aren't the right fit. And once we find our partner, all of that energy gets unlocked so that we can live our highest purpose in the world and we can remind ourselves of how amazing we are. Of course, we don't have to wait to find a partner to do that, but I just think there's so much potential for women to live their fullest self when we have a great relationship so we don't have to be spending so much time and energy on the people that aren't the right fit for us. And you can absolutely change these patterns. Thanks for tuning in and turning on for healthy love because better relationships mean more power, more creativity, and a better planet. I'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness, and it starts with you. Please subscribe to my show and leave a review. If you want more love, pleasure, and power in your life, go to violetlang.com forward slash talk. That's violetlang.com forward slash talk to sign up for a free Breakthrough to Love call. These are special deep dives only for women who are committed and ready for lasting love. If that's you, book your time now with me or my team.